Isaac Harris, and along with my twin brother, co-host Daniel Harris. And again, welcome to the Twinsultation, a consultation with twins. And today's consultation guest, we are welcoming back our actual first ever guest. And I have to give him a little bit of a drum roll. I have to give him some, I have to give him just a little bit of a drum roll here. And we're going to go with that right here. So let's get that set up with a drum roll going right now for him. And here we go. Jacoby Volt is a law student and welcome back. Our first guest and law student, Jacoby Volt. Sorry, that was a little shaky there, but had to give him that. So I'm going to give him a little round of applause for coming back and, you know, doing our thing, coming back and hanging out with us. Welcome back, Jacoby. For sure, for sure. Appreciate you guys having me back on here. Yes, yes, yes. And last time we were talking to you was during the midst of the pandemic. Yeah. There was a lot of things going on. We were getting ready to graduate. We were just actually graduated from school. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things going on there. You were doing some different things. And since then, that was almost two years ago. Since then, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's wild. It, it, it's insane. Since then, we need a life update. What's going on in Mr. Volt's life? Yeah. So at that point, you know, remember I was working with a sports agency. Um, but now, you know, I'm in law school, um, you know, doing different experiences. I just finished working, working with a judge. Um, I was working with a sports agency again this summer. Um, so it's been great. Like, I've just been kind of, like, staying focused, um, just kind of finding myself, too, man. You know, it's like you work so much, you start to try to you wanna find it, like, what it is that drives you, what it is that keeps you going. So, really, I've just been spiritually, like, finding myself and just continuing to grow, grow, grow. So. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. And during that time, um, obviously, you know, you've been uh, you were working with a sports agency, and you made the transition to go to law school. Now, what I gotta ask? Why law school? Now, why law school? Honestly, I, I remember like talking to my dad. And, like, I just felt like it was something I was like missing. I was like, I want to like actually be like a business owner. Like, I want to be like. I want to play an intricate role in, like, what it is I do in life, you know? And, like, going back to school, like, just getting a law degree, I feel like it would open up so many more doors. And it honestly has. Like, I just finished this summer um, working with a judge, and that was probably one of the best experiences because, honestly, like, not so many people get to see what it's like in court. Some people don't go into court until they have an issue. Um, so, like, just to answer it, like, really, I just wanted more opportunities for myself. I knew at some point I wanted to be a sports agent maybe open up my own agency. Um, and I just like want to be involved with transactions as well. So that that's kind of what drove me to go to law school. Right. So it's like, you kind of did this, uh, you know, just, um, to open up, uh, to open up the options a little more, right? Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Daniel, you want to add to that real quick? Yeah. Mr. Lord, big man. So I'm going to ask a funny question right out the way. Cause I, I know I'm gonna make you laugh at this. Yeah. Are you the T.C. Carson lawyer? Are you Max or a lawyer from which living single lawyer are you, man? That's the real question. If, when it, when you finally officially get that degree. Also, disclaimer for our younger for our younger listeners and watchers. Go, you're going to have to Google living single. I can't believe Dana just used their reference to so just go with it. But yes, Jacoby, go ahead and answer that real quick. I don't know, man. I feel like I'm my own type of lawyer. I feel like the way I'm going to approach things, I think I'm going to do it differently. Like. I got, like I, I mentioned this on the previous podcast I was on, I got a lot of mentors. Like, his name's Namadi Wesley. These guys are, like, very modern. 
uh, I'd even say Dorian, uh, Randall, all these guys, they're like, they're super themselves. They're like very urban. They keep to their culture. I'm going to be a business lawyer. I know that for sure. I'm gonna know, I know I'm going to work on transactions, but I kind of want to switch it up. I don't really like wearing a tie all the time and being very stuffy, but I am professional, you know? So I think I like to say I'm going to just be my own type. You know, I'm not going to be the next Michael Jordan or the next LeBron. I'm going to just be the next Jacoby. So, and there's, right. and, there's, and, there's, and there's guys that's paving the way for me that's already doing that, that I mentioned earlier. So That's that's good to hear. So I'm assuming then we're basing off of uh, Franklin and Bash. You're going to be the kind of the, not the tip, not your prototypical lawyer. You're going to be, you're going to be kind of out. You're going to kind of uh, play by your own rules. Yeah, Almost I hope like to. That. I hope to. Yeah. And if that, that means I have to open up my own law firm and kind of do my own thing. And so be it. That'll be like, that'll be my trajectory. That'll be the end goal. Obviously, at some point, I had to work with someone to get my feet wet, kind of get an understanding of the practice, the area of practice that I want to go into. But, yeah, you hit it right on the head, man. Kind of paved out my own path. So. Right, right, right. Now, that, that speaking of, you know, go, I want to go more into depth because you made this big transition, uh, you know, going to law school, and you've been on social media promoting a brand. That, like, you you changed, you switched focus from your social media um brand from just not obviously just focusing from sports mark from sports uh being in sports um agency and athletic agencies to now like hey like i'm a young black business professional like what what's the what's the what's the mindset change now being in law school that you're focusing on just on common law and you know what's the, what's the mindset change for that now yeah not i'm i'm super glad you pointed that out and I didn't think that very many people would pay attention to that, but I, I have shifted my focus from not just being all sports based. When I was at West Virginia, that's that's literally what my remember I used to say, build your brand, build your brand. That's what my brand was. My brand was sports. Um, since coming into law school, actually, let me backtrack. Coming out of college when we graduated, I realized there's a lot more things that I want to do outside of just sports and just working with athletes. I don't want to just work with athletes, but I also want to work with wealthy individuals. I also want to work with individuals who want to be wealthy, right? So then since coming to law school, I just was like, okay, let me change and kind of reinvent myself and not just be one-dimensional. Let me be uh, not corporate in a sense, but just being able to cater to a different audience. So something I'm very interested in is called mergers and acquisitions. And it's basically companies merging with other companies other companies acquiring other companies, um, but they're all transactions. And there's some similarities between being a sports agent or just being a businessman in general. But as a lawyer, you're looking over all these different documents. You're kind of like, you're kind of that bridge gap between making sure this transaction goes through. And so if, in order for me to get my foot in that door, I kind of have to change my image to a degree. I have to cater to a different audience. So that's, that was a large part of the reason why I did kind of start to shift my focus on how I um, put out content on my Instagram. But at the same time, I'm still catering to that basketball industry. I still stay connected in ways, you know, behind the scenes as well, just helping different agents out. Um, like I, I got, I'll mention it. I have a really good mentor in Billy Davis. He's a guy at FOA Sports, like a really good brother to me. Um, so, yeah, like I, I, I still stay connected in some some form or fashion. So, right, okay, yeah, no, and I agree with that. And 
I remember I was told like, you know, like understanding how like, how industries kind of intertwine. And I know a lot of sports agencies and a lot of sports agents do have some some like some of like I know like the higher like the Rosenthal's the I can't think of um so I want to say Sonny Fakara, but he's not really agent. He's more of just like a big time PR guy. They got like a lot of the high level. Some of those guys are, or I'll actually put it this way. Rob Palinka. They, they have some law degrees and not a lot of people know that like, you know, some sports agents also have law, have a law background because binding contracts is a legal binding document. So like my, my initial thought hearing that you were going to this, the only like that you got into law school that you were going to University of North Carolina, North Dakota law. Um, it was like, oh, he's this is more prepping for that. But now understanding that this is more than just like oh another step in the direction going to sports sports uh, going to sports agency or you know sports management um, athletic management in some type of way. This is beyond that. This is like opening not only that just that door but several other doors if possible. Hey, what do you think about that, Daniel? Do you agree with that? I mean, I totally, I totally agree. I totally agree. And and that's and that and I'm glad you guys acknowledge that because I was hoping that a lot of my and and I will say this too. Ever since I I've done the shift to go to law school, I've been so fortunate and so blessed, and I like can't reiterate this enough. Like so many of my friends around me are just like, bro, I'm going to law school. I'm going to do this. Like. And it's like, yes, like, go do that. Like, like, go open up these different doors because at the end of the day, we're all going to be each other's networks. So I need to make sure that, like, I'm not trying to be the only one in the room. Some people feel empowered when it's, oh, yeah, I'm the only one in my friend group that's in law school. No, I need, I want all my friends to be winning in whatever area they're in. That's kind of why LeBron's team with Rich Paul and Maverick Carter that's why they're so powerful because everybody's doing their own thing. So if one person falls off, they pick the next person up. So that's been my big philosophy since coming to law school is I learned something. Let me expose you to what I just learned about because I wouldn't have known this had I just been like, okay, I graduated from school. I would just do the sports agency thing because that's the only thing I know. But now I'm like, okay, there's a whole new world called private equity. There's this whole new thing called mergers and acquisitions. And it's all business. So why just try to get money from one area when, okay, granted, you represent athletes. Okay, but let's get these athletes involved with private investments. You see what I'm saying? Private equity deals. Let's get them involved with different avenues outside of just marketing deals. So that's been my thought process. So, Right. So pretty much like seeing how like Maverick Carter and like LeBron and I, I don't, and I, and I mean, Daniel will probably agree with me in this and anybody that agree with me, we don't talk about the behind the scene investments that a lot of the, some of these athletes make like i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken like one of the richest ex nba players was a guy that was only averaging maybe like 6.2 points per game i'm don't quote me on this this and for our viewers and listeners and you know people that are there is a couple ex nba players that are big time venture capitalists that are like that have some ownership i know one of them is investing in a new arena in las vegas right now they're trying to put bring an nba team to vegas and he's one of the behind the scenes donors saying hey i'm building a new arena in paradise nevada so we can bring an nba team another one another guy is also trying to pitch the brink is trying to be in the ownership group for a WNBA team 
do with his private equity and stuff like he owns several different franchises so it's not just like we're not just talking about the Shaquille O'Neal's the Michael Jordan's the big name players there is dudes that played in the ABA like backdoor guys that have made investments over the years behind closed doors and now like they're coming out of the light coming out of the dark and saying hey yo let me let me invest in a little bit. Obviously, we hear about LeBron owning several sports teams. James Harden having an investment in, uh, I want to say, the Houston, Dyna- Houston Dynamos. Um, and then, like, KD's obviously getting into real estate and, and stuff like that. Steph is investing in college athletics. So you hear different th- You hear all the big names doing this, but there's been people doing this for years. And, I mean, Jacoby going in that route, like, if, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, right, Daniel? Like, going that route is, like, I'll be honest, is a little more lucrative in that case. Honest truth, that just tells me from the whole conversation, your network is your net worth, and J- and Jacoby is paying deposits, and that's what an old, that's what a mentor um, from the media business taught me. Your network is your net worth, and so far, Jacoby, he about his net worth about to be really, really huge. The way he is moving from what I hear, which reminds me to my next question, is that you know, there's not many black. There's a lot of black African-American lawyers, but there's not many in retrospect to the counts of other nationalities. How important was it? Did you ever look at that importance? You're like when one it comes of them. Like private equity. Yeah. 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 When, it, when it, like you one of one, like you're in a room where there's it not many the, of us. Yeah. yeah. There's not many of us in there. So can you talk about that pressure by any chance? If there is, if there is any. So, yeah, I have thought about it and, those areas are difficult because, man, that's a hot, that's a very sensitive, like, topic because, okay, for example, Rich Paul, I don't want to say he ruined it for a lot of people, right? But he shed light on an area where there was opportunities. And now there's a lot of African-American agents that are pursuing that area, right? And you have some areas where, People don't want to talk about that area because it's like, this is a business where we're making a lot of money. We shed too much light on it or we let the wrong person in. This person might kind of influence other people and we might lose control of an industry where we've always had control over. Prime example, the agency business. There wasn't a lot of black agents to begin with. They didn't. Find, my thought is they didn't find Rich Paul to be a threat. They just thought he was just going to sit in the room and just kind of be happy to be there, but he was observing. So for me personally, um, there's a guy named Rashawn Williams. He's a, he's a um, venture capitalist, but he works with professional athletes and he mentors, I think it's young kids in Chicago, but he exposes them to the VC world and just how business works. And my goal is, is to do the same thing. Like, I want to expose more of us to this area because they're not going to just say, hey, go look at private equity. They change the language of different. I'm learning that with law, too. These words mean the same thing, but we're just going to change the code of it so that not everyone can get in. Like, okay, we need liquidity. Well, okay, what is liquidity? Liquidity is just cash, but why not just say cash? Or like physical cash, why not just say that? But these things are changed so that some people are, there's barriers for some people to not get into this industry. So 
I plan to get in, actually learn, but also give back so that others can say, okay, let me learn about this. That's the only way that the African-American community grows. But that stagnant piece is some, some, and I'm saying this very lightly, some African-Americans get in and they want to be the only one. And that's the issue. They just happen to be that one guy who made it. And you got to figure it out yourself. You're never going to grow. Like our, we're the only culture, and I'm sorry if I'm going on a tangent, but I think we're the only culture or, or ethnicity um, that doesn't work with each other. You see what I'm saying? You're not, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're, you're you're not not wrong. wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you at all with that statement. No. And there's, and there's so many, and, and it's, and sometimes like I have a friend here, Hey man, Kobe, how do you think it's going to look if I, if I hire another black dude? Like, bro, I think it looks the same way if an Asian person hires only Asian people, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Or Jewish people work with Jewish people, you know? And, and so it's like, we got to kind of get over that. We got to start to like, actually try to help each other. There's a platform, this guy named Yoshi, really good guy I got on his podcast, but he has a thing called the Law School Mentor. It's not just African-Americans or people of color. It's people all over, but he does cater to the minority. And it's like, that's what needs to be done. It can't be, I made it to the top level of law. Now the rest of you guys need to figure it out. No, you're not. we're never going to win like that. It's just going to keep being a rat like a, a it's just a mouse race so long-winded answer but that's my thoughts on everything when it comes to vc and private equity exposing our culture to it right and it sounds like you're taking like a each one teach one type of approach with it if that's one of the like i guess if that's more of like a simplified if we're, if we're going like on a simplified eighth grade version i want to say like you know you learn it and then you're going to try to eat, you're going to try to grab someone to bring them up the wrong way. And like, you want to show that there's other ways for a kid that looks like me, um, you know, like kid with locks, kid with like, you know, the little fade wearing the uh, do rag to, you know, Hey, like you don't have to, you don't have to hoop. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to, you know, go in the, just in like regular stocks. You can go to law school and you don't have to be a regular criminal justice lawyer. Like you don't, you, you can, there's so many things with you that you can do with your degrees. It's what you make of it. Like I know with Daniel and I, Daniel and I have two different backgrounds. Daniel's in cinematography and he's in cinematography and film and video production. I'm in broadcast radio. That's what I got my degree in at Ryder. Um, there's so many things I can do with it. I, I didn't even realize that. And that's just kind of like one of the later things I'm now realized like, oh, wow, I can actually, with my radio broadcasting degree, I could get. And with my radio broadcasting degree, because it does say that I've done some journalism stuff, I could apply for an IT job as a technical writer. You know, it's what you can make of it. You can't. And Jacoby, from what I'm saying, from what I'm hearing is like you are not you're saying you don't have to be pigeonholed to do one thing. And, and that's something that I've noticed, like you can't be pigeonholed doing one. You don't have to be pigeonholed to do one thing. It's what you make of it. And I've actually gotten to a lot of debates and even arguments with friends and exes over you know like oh like i can't do this because it's not going to lead to what i want to i said you have no idea you gotta you, you the only way you know is if, if you try so and you're you're putting out the prime example saying hey you're not selling yourself short on that and i that's that's uh that deserves you know that deserves a, a round of applause that deserves a round of applause right there going to you know 
you know, we're not, we're not, you're not, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself. You can do, you kind of do what you want to do. You kind of do what you want to do. That and the one, on, go ahead, oh, Daniel. Sorry. Yeah. And, and the, sorry to cut off my brother off. And, you know, it's kind of inspiring. You're being versatile and, you know, and that's what, that's what people need to understand. And, you know, and there's, there's multiple ways to do multiple things. And so, and that's one thing I learned, you know, being in films, I read, like, you can't just pigeonhole yourself. Everyone thinks, oh, because I play sports, I can do sports media. No, I can write stories. I can do cinematography. I can do skits if I want to. And if I want to, so it's just, it's just that, you know, I, I piggyback on Isaac, you know, and piggyback on what you said, you have to be able to be versatile in this world. And I said this, you, that means you will be able to have a job for life, you know, if you can do multiple things. That's what I learned today. Exactly. And I, and I would just like to add one thing. Sometimes, and I've learned this, sometimes people will feel comfortable with you just pigeonholing yourself. People, someone asked me, hey, like you do the sports thing. I said, I do the sports thing, but I'm not going to do sports anymore. Really? Why not? That right there let me know that they were comfortable with me being in the sports thing. And it was going to be different to hear that I'm about to jump off in something else and master that skill. Because I know if only thing I focus on is sports, then you'll never let me, you'll, they'll never let me switch over and say, hey, I want to do tax law. Or, hey, I want to do private equity. And all you've done is work with sports. So you, you stay in that area. But if you right. work in private equity, you work in tax, you work in mergers and acquisitions, you do that VC stuff, all that knowledge can get applied to sports. You can always come back to sports. So sports is sometimes people like to hear, so they're not going to say this, but people like to hear that you want to do something that's one dimensional and it's hard to jump into other areas because it's like, okay, not a threat. That's all you can do is that one thing. Cool. Okay. But when you say you want to do this stuff over here, now you're starting to be a little dangerous because you can go off and do, you could take that skill and do real estate transactions. You could take that skill and you could do lots of things. So that's, that's the only thing I wanted to add. But. No, you're, you're exactly right there. And that's, that's, you know, so don't pigeonhole yourself, you know, make that, um, make, make that, you know, make, make the most of it. Use, use all those skills to lead to something like I got a ag business management certificate from the illustrious old college, <laughs> old college in old Alberta that taught me agricultural. It taught, it gave me a business management certificate this past year, which is like a, which is for me at least is the equivalent of a grad graduate certificate. Cause I've already have my undergrad done. Um, I looked at that and like, dang, what am I going to, and I joke around with people saying, you know, I learned, I spent one year in Alberta, Canada, and I learned how to manage a farm, but I realized that business management certificate, if I really want to sell it and market it myself, I could work for, I could work for a couple companies and say, yeah, I did not only do I have a business management certificate, I got it in another country. So like I could, if, if, if you position yourself and you look at it and say like, Hey, what skills I took at it, I, I got Microsoft off certified. Um, I learned accounting. Not only I learned how U.S. accounting and taxes work, not only like in the U.S. and also Canada. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I like that. I like that. And that's one of the biggest things that I think like we need to a lot of people need to focus on that. And, you know, but going moving forward into our next like point of point of questions and topics of our little conversation. This is still the Twinsultation show with, you know, 
Daniel and Isaac, you know, the biggest consultation with our consultation with Jacoby Vault. Uh, welcome back always. Uh, next topic going into this, I have to ask, um, what's been the biggest challenge of you making this transition, I think, for you? Like, what's been the biggest challenge of going into your second, I want to believe, second year of law school, correct? What's been the biggest challenge so far? I've had, like, a lot of challenges, to be honest. I think I would say, like, one, and I'll elaborate on them, is one, just stay in focus. Um, I call A.J. Rollins. It's like, it's like a brother to me. I call him, like, all the time, man, with questions. And we just got off the phone before I got on here, and I always tell him, like, man, my head's not in a... A.J. Rollins? Yeah, A.J. Man, that's he, my he, man. He's, he's going to be on here at some point. At so some point, we have yes. to have a conversation with him. Yes, because yeah, he's yes. he gonna find he gonna find his way on here at some point. It, and he might it, be at that wedding for me. So he, he has so much knowledge. I'm telling you, like I can't thank him enough. Seriously, like when I, when it comes to friendships. But to answer the question, challenges, man, just like trying to stay focused. Sometimes I find myself worried about the wrong things. They always tell me, man, Kobe, you're in a great position. Man, keep grinding, keep stay focused, stay focused. Don't worry about that. Right? It's just distractions. So those things, right, then another thing I kind of deal with is just, will I make it, right? Like I told you guys, I'm leaving the sports thing, I'm going to go off and I'm going to do mergers and acquisitions. So that little piece of doubt, it, it is there a little bit, but I'm so driven enough where I'm like, yo, like, I just I just got this feeling, I know I'm going to make it. Like, I just know it. Like, I just got this strong feeling where it's like, I'm just so interested to learn and learn and learn about this industry where it's only a matter of time before I do make it. So just the doubt, the doubt is there. And then like a third, third challenge I would say is just finding that balance because I do work a lot. And with school, school is like go, 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 go. There's assignments, readings, uh, just all kinds of things thrown on you at once. You're just faced with trying to chat, like balance it all. Um, so I've kind of became accustomed to constantly working. So I'm trying to find that balance of not focusing on the wrong things, right, that I mentioned f- the first, but also like not working myself to death because I probably got 40, 30 more years to live, maybe 40, right? So it's like you don't want to live your life working every single day but right now, in my 20s, my early 20s right now, that's all I do, man. Because it's just like, I see some people on campus, and, they, and it's sad to say, and we've seen this at West Virginia, you party, you, you can party your college career away. We all can attest to this. And this is the this is the most, I think this is the most beautiful thing. All of our friends, we built our foundation off of working when we was in undergrad. It was Go to class, go to the BPF, go to the Coliseum. I got practice. Okay, what are you doing on the weekends? Oh, I got to go rebound for Kaiser. Oh, I got to go rebound for JC. That was the ritual. So it was like, it was no and traveling. So there was no time to be really partying, but we still had that balance. You have some kids, so I see, and they just party, 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 party. And it's like, we want to take the time out to learn something, to learn about a business or area you want to go into or build connections, because that's how you can get a job. You might have to be able to pick up the phone and call a real professional and say, hey, look, I want to get into this area. Can you help me? But if you just party all throughout your college career, 
It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough to do something that you truly love, I think. That's my thought. So. No, no, I agree. I mean, I'm going through that whole phase now. I just, I mean, Daniel, Daniel's got one more year of grad school in, uh, in Toronto or AKA the dirty schwa. <laughs> and they, they, they don't know about the dirty schwa. So you can, you can cut that out. Like, cut all, right, that out. all right. All right. Shout out to Oshawa. Shout out to Oshawa, Ontario though. Side note. But, um, but yeah, no, I mean, we, I, I'm in that phase right now where it's like, you know, I did not, I'll be honest. Like I didn't, Obviously, I did work hard through college. I did grind through college. But, however, it's more about now just like, all right, you have your dream. Now, what are you going to do to put that to put it to fruition? You did all this work. You got to do a little more work now to put it in. You got to do a little more extra work because it's not just going to come. Obviously, I can get a recommendation for any job I want like this. Like, like to snap my fingers, I can get a recommendation from some high-ranking athletic athletic official from any from several major universities if i want to or certain jobs i've already had a couple leads already but my thing is like and now it's now for me it's now it's like all right in the meantime what are you gonna do if those don't come like what's what's the process what's the plan now like all right no more basketball no more um you know like you're on your own now like i'm not with my twin brother so i i feel that that's just definitely trying to stay focused and you know, uh, Jordan McCabe said something in, on on the last uh, consultation. Said he said something that was very specific. Was um, you know, keep the main thing the main thing, and I think the three of us can attest to that. Um, you know, that saying goes a long way. Like we've all had our own little distractions or vices. You know, girls come and go, friends come and go. You know, people that that that's just him, not me. That's no, no, we're. T- I'm just saying in general. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying in general. Like. You know, like we've had we've had things like come and go, like friends, like opportunities. Danny, you had opportunities that came and go that you realize, hey, that wasn't actually benefiting to what you wanted to do. I've had opportunities that didn't want to benefit, like just different opportunities that came through. Um, But we've all kept our main goal and main focus as the main thing. And what's going to lead to that? angle of that mission and you, you i mean i can see that it'd be hard doing law school because there's also also you gotta do a lot of thesis uh you know a lot of research and you got to defend like you know your you got to defend your papers and like i'm assuming what how many like 30 page papers you got real quick um not i guess i mean there's a ton of writing and stuff like that but it's a lot of it is reading cases and writing memos right like writing memos and stuff and, and how many case studies you get usually partic- particularly Oh man, I mean, you read you read over hundreds of cases in the first year for sure. You read a lot of cases in one class. You read over a hundred cases in one class. But you know, and I want to say this too, because you made a comment earlier, and you just said we all get distractions and we all have um, opportunities to come and go, and those things are okay. Those things are okay. Like that's okay. Sometimes we don't want to admit that, yo, like, I'm not focused right now. Or like, right. my mind is on the wrong thing. And that's completely normal. But the part where we mess up is we don't acknowledge that my head, my head is, I'm over here thinking about this when I should be thinking about this. this. Yeah, which, which is where and, it comes to that statement, yeah. And, and sometimes you need friends. Like I said, A.J. Rollins, uh, Morgan Perry. I'm just throwing a couple of names out, people that I call, and I'm like, I need that pick me up because right now, Kobe isn't being Kobe. And 
I know when I'm, I wouldn't say losing myself, but I know when I'm not on my A game. And my A game is work, 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 work. Get to it, man, because it's only so much time before it's time to perform. So when it's time to perform, you need to be able to act. And you can't spend, you know, the past three, four, five, six months worrying about the wrong thing. So that's just my, I just, I really wanted to get that off my chest, man, because I don't think it's a bad thing that sometimes we feel like we're not in the right space or that we missed out on the opportunity. Those things are going to happen in life. Those things are going to no, happen. No, it, it's a natural thing. It's a natural thing. I mean, Danny, you can agree with that. Like, you know, it's a natural thing. Just keeping the main thing the main thing. It is a natural thing. And that's the reason why I'm doing a little bit, a lot better than I was in, in Canada than I was in undergrad, I think, because there's so many other variables and distractions going on, you know, you know, moving on. And I remember a coach that we played for, I'm not going to say his name or the school that he's at because I don't know who's listening to this, to this joint, but he got mad at us for making a, making a few visits to Dub V, even though we were going to Dub V just to keep a relationship going to network down the line. A few years later, guess, guess which coaches are saying we can have recommendations for jobs or anything. I'll just leave that. I'll just leave that. No, you're exactly yeah, right. And, yeah, and I remember the situation. Know. I remember the exact situation. He yeah. was upset. He's like, why do you keep going back down to Morgantown? Why do you keep going back down to Morgantown to go visit? Like, you know, to go visit. You go to school here now. I said, no, I go there because not only that they're family and friends, but I go there the network. And three years later, I don't speak to the same coach anymore. The no, people that exactly. are still asking about me are – the coaches that I've made those relationships with, they're like, Hey, like for instance, uh, now former assistant coach, Eric Martin, who now yeah. is now the head coach at South yeah. Carolina state. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him. That relationship has gone. That relationship is that tight knit that where, when he came to DC, when he's supposed to be, when he came to DC recruiting, as soon as he recognized one of us, he was talking to us about, you know, about the recruiting, you know, catching Life. up with us. About life. life, like talking about us, about, hey, what do you know about this high school? Who do you know here? Like, not even just trying to ask for recruiting. He was like, I know these guys. I trust these guys. I'm not going to talk to any of these coaches. Like, and that's not knock to him. He was doing his job, obviously, but, like, he didn't have to do that. That's how genuine that relationship is, and that's how genuine. Like, I met other people that said, hey, like, look, not even just the flying dub V. I graduated from Rider University for undergrad. You see anybody with that cranberry? You see anybody else with that cranberry? wearing that cranberry, that Pacific cranberry with that R and you say, Hey, I graduated from there. It's a very tight relationship. Or like yesterday I met somebody who graduated from the same conference as writer. There's a very tight community and that's, and that's where it goes back to the piggybacking that comment to what Daniel said, your network, your network is your net worth. And that's something that, and that's, that's a big thing. That's a big thing. I think people don't realize that how valuable that is. So, um how valuable it is and like hey and you know i'm now and as i'm getting older i'm now I'm like i used to think that was like oh i don't want to use my connections all the time or like try to ask people for too much i want to try to be an event i'm like no nah, i'm at the place where i'm like no it's okay to flex a little bit of muscles it's okay to it's okay to flex your muscles a little bit so show, show, are, show people what you got because others are doing it right yes others are and, other people are doing it exactly yeah. so you don't want to miss out on your opportunity i learned that too don't live with regret, bro. There's something that you feel like you, eh, you don't have to. Sometimes you don't have three, four months to build a relationship. Listen, I need an opportunity 
right now. I need you to help me get an internship right now. I'm not asking you to to to, to uh, help me keep the job. I just need you to give me in the room so I can learn. That's, right. And and, and sometimes get me, get me got, through the door. Yeah, and sometimes you need to be direct, and that's what I've learned, man. So. Right. No, and I agree. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now we got to move. We're getting close to our end time but what we do now differently compared to when jacoby was first on the show we did this with jordan we're doing this it's a new thing new thing just with uh you know called hit fire questions to close our show and before we do our advice so daniel we're gonna i'm gonna go first for the hit fire question and it's gonna be a re- these hit fire questions are off the dome but also somewhat planned so our listeners and watchers just go through it so uh just go this you know walk with me so the first number one so i'll go with the first hit fire question number one hit fire question uh for mr vault is a little random little 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 random but you got to be honest which is colder north dakota or west virginia north dakota north dakota without a doubt without a doubt oh man how cold has it got follow like negative like negative like 30 negative 20 like and it will sit there for like weeks yes north dakota went out and out i thought west virginia was really cold this is unbelievable, unbelievable. Hey, yeah. hey isaac yeah, I, 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 we owe we owe an apology to joshua oduru because he was mad about the cold when he played at the pentagon he'll be on the podcast at some you, you talking about joshua you talking about from uh george mason, george mason yeah okay. <laughs> about the yeah, long, yeah, yeah. That's our little brother. Shout out to him as he gets ready for his season. He he yeah. he was he was venting he did his thing about last year. He did his thing last year. He, he did, did his thing last he year. Did. Yeah, he yeah. Did. He to it from the per the big brothers. He got a long way to go. That's okay. that's how that's how it is. We, we ain't okay. getting too cocky right now. He, we talk about. He, we'll talk about it he is a special case everyone knows him as a superstar we know him as the big lug we'll, we'll, we'll get to him but we gotta keep going here so Daniel what's your hit fire question let's get through it alright which, which lawyer do you which TV lawyer do you like better do you like Harvey Specter or or hmm Shoot, ah, ah, I messed up. Which TV lawyer do you like the best? Watching TV. Mm. That's the, that's the, that's the head fire question. Uh, you... I can uh, say Harvey TV. Specter or Aaron Reagan. <laughs> no, hold on, no, no, I don't. Need, neither one of them. You know who I want to say? Uh, do, I know you guys probably don't watch Ghost or Power. I but do watch just... Power. We do watch Power. Okay. No, 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 no. no. Method Man's uh, Method Man's yeah. character. Yes, yes. I love, yeah. I love, I love the character he plays in that movie. I love that whole entire movie. Like, 50 Cent did a good job. I even like Ghost. I like Ghost. I know Ghost isn't a lawyer, but I love Ghost, too. I love the way he carries himself. Like, no, if he was yeah. a lawyer, he was who I would want to be. Like, he gets, he gets stuff done. He was a lawyer, oh. but he was still up to his thing. He was still holding to his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Now, hit fire question number three. Got to get straight to it. Um, if if you had the opportunity to do invest to invest with an athlete, it doesn't have to be basketball. Give me any type of athlete. Who do you think will bring the most cash or bring the most to an investment uh, between these two? Um, Cristiano Ronaldo or Floyd Mayweather? I would probably say Christian, um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Because he's, mm, he's, he's, he's international. He's international. So he has us in the States that know him, and he has people overseas that know him. 
So he he can he can reach out to a different demographic, right? Him or Floyd, they're just gonna get opportunities in the state, probably. Right. So you think there's a more global presence? Obviously, there's a, even there's obviously if you know Cristiano Ronaldo, there's a big global presence. Okay, that that makes sense. All righty, Daniel, get him with hit fire question number four. All right, this hit fire question number four is going to be a little bit kind of a serious one. It's going to be uh, shoot. I, I just thought of it. It is basically which law school, which um toughest thing. That you had to learn in law school. Understand. You're not going to understand everything. You're not going to understand everything. And it makes sense because you're not going to understand everything if you're a public defender, right? In your case, sometimes you may have too many cases. So you're not going to know everything, but you have to know enough to make a really good argument for your client. Like that's your duty, right? But if you have 10 cases or five cases, you can't be 100% of everything. You'll kill yourself for the next 30 years if you try to operate like that. So what they say in law school, you need to know the material facts. You need to know the, mater- the key things, the very most important piece. So just understanding that you're not going to know everything immediately, and there still may be some areas where you're weak in. It's a challenge in law school. All right. And then a follow-up question to that mm-hmm. is, how do you know your lawyer's sketchy? Uh, you know, yeah, if he says, if if your lawyer keeps saying, well, no, it's hard. It's It really is hard because a lot of things are up to the judge. And that is a common thing where they say it could go this way, it could go that way. We don't really know. So it's hard to say if your, your lawyer is sketchy. I, if your lawyer comes in unorganized and he has papers everywhere while you're in trial or there's like long pauses where he's like, uh, give me one second, Your Honor, so I can find it. And it just seems very disorganized. Probably not going to be the best outcome for you just because a jury may look at it and be like, wow, this attorney is super unorganized. Um, but it's very hard. You can kind of tell, I guess, just based off of like the proceedings, how he operates in court. Right. So that that's my answer for that one. Perfect. Last hit fire question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already mentioned him as a lawyer, and you said you like him, but there's another lawyer who yeah. is a social media lawyer. Would you have Method Man or Drewski represent you in a case? I would just say, listen, just to be funny, I would say Drewski because he made a funny lawyer video, yes. which is hilarious. And, like, that would be a sketchy lawyer. Like, Drewski, <laughs> like, that would be a sketchy lawyer. But Drewski's funny, man. He's really funny. Okay, yeah. so that's good. that's good to hear. In a, in a federal case, serious <laughs> case, like white collar crime, you would have Drewski represent you on the stand. Yeah, Love to see he, he, yeah, he got a personality. He got a personality, and I think he can. Uh, I don't really need that in the federal case, but I feel like I don't know. We'll just say Drewski, just because I love his his, his skits. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Now that's uh, uh that's if with the hit fire questions. Now we gotta we're at to the last part of our show. We gotta I gotta ask you this. So Jacoby, if you have any advice for any of the younger listeners or viewers for this show. What's the best advice you can give right now? Is work right now while you're young. Reach out and ask for opportunities right now while you're young. Because people aren't going to be willing to give you opportunities once you graduate school as easily as they are to give you opportunities while you're in school. And the reason I say that is because, and I tell my younger brother, I tell my sister this, because when you're in school, people don't view you as a threat. And it's not 
like, hey, I'm giving this person a job. When you're in school, they're more likely to say, hey, I'll give you an internship or I'll give you an opportunity to come in and shadow me. Once you've graduated, they don't see that. They see that more. They see them doing you a favor. It's more so like, I'm giving you $50,000. I'm helping your family. They're not going to be more likely to help you once you cross that school barrier. So when you're in school, that's why I say focus on reaching out to everyone, people you don't even think you could reach. Because right now is when people are going to want to take pick the phone up because they don't view you as a threat. They, they don't view it as, oh, I'm going to take this person and change their entire lives if I do this favor for them. When you're a student, it's like, huh, I'll give them an internship or, yeah, I'll let you come shadow me. But when you're an adult and you just graduated with a degree, they're like, uh, if I let you come shadow me, you might take my job. If I, if I give you a job opportunity, what am I giving you a crazy job opportunity for? I don't know you, blah, 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 but when you're a student, no one cares. So use these college days, these, these years, and, and these, these moments that you have right now to get indoors that you probably won't be able to get into later after you get out of school. That's my advice. That's the best advice I can give everyone. And I'm learning still. And I, I use that for I use that thought process now. So that's good to hear from Jacoby. Good to hear good to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that advice. We like that. We like to hear that. We like to hear that. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear. Thank you so much, Jacoby Vault, for coming on. Uh, braving out the consultation. We're going to clap it up for him, too. Give him a little clap it, too. Clap it up. Clap it up. Clap it up for him. Clap it up. Thank you for joining. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us on the Twinsultation and your consultation. See, it wasn't that bad, right? It's not. And I always ask everybody, it's not that bad to get on the consultation with us. We have some meaningful conversation, right, Daniel? But totally. Totally. We got more episodes coming up and everything. And, you know, this rebrand is... We, we want to apologize for our, our previous listeners for the hi- hiatus. There's been so much stuff going on. Like currently, I am currently in, in Canada right now preparing for a season. So we got more episodes coming. We got guest people coming in too, filling in for both Isaac and I. So we got a lot of things coming up, coming through. Of course, Jacoby, and you you have fun. I'm glad you're glad we got you back on here, Jacoby. I know that was uh, I know you, we've been talking about this for a while, and I'm glad we got to do this again. Absolutely. Thank you, you guys, for having me on here. It's always a pleasure to sit down with you, too. Like, oh, no worries. You no, guys no worries. are wonderful thank friends. You again, thank you again, Jacoby. Appreciate that. All love. Now, for our Twinsultation viewers, our consultations. We got another. We got more consultations coming up. Uh, coming up soon, so stay tuned and please go listen to that last re- most recent episode of the in-depth conversation of Jordan McCabe, that's a big one that's a big episode, I think people need to get on that but also please listen to this and please go check us out on YouTube, follow the Instagram check us out on Twitter, subscribe do whatever you have to do, subscribe, like do all that, this is the Twitch and we'll see you guys next time see y'all next time